Welcome to Campus Tales, a podcast series brought to you by the ISB admissions team. Get ready to immerse yourself in the captivating world of the Indian School of Business through the voices of our current PGP students. Campus Tales is the podcast series to gain insights into life at ISB, where dreams turn into realities and futures are shaped. Discover a treasure trove of inspiring stories, unique experiences, and valuable advice from our diverse student body. Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to another episode of the Campus Tales, the podcast for PGP ISB admissions. Today's episode, we have somebody. And sometimes we feel that maybe if we didn't have so many choices, life would have been better because there are so many things to do at the same time and you want to do all of them. There's no right answer uh, to uh, on how to approach any given problem. I'm an accidental educator. That's Mukun Marodia for you who has had a wide range of experience in the developing sector, in, uh, is a public speaker, is also a national quiz champion and has worked extensively in the education sector. First of all, thank you for inviting me. It's such a pleasure to be over here and to be having this conversation with you. Speaking about myself, I consider myself to be an explorer and I'm driven by a deep desire to create impact. And many of my choices, both professional and academic, have been informed by this desire. So academically speaking, I studied science at St. Stephen's College, Delhi University, and then I pursued the Young India Fellowship Program at Ashoka University, which is a one-year multidisciplinary program in liberal studies. And that program really shaped me and, and my perspectives. And uh, many of my professional choices were driven by my experiences at the Young India Fellowship Program. Uh, pursuing both these programs, science at St. Stephen's and the YIF program at Ashoka University, I started my career as a front-end management consultant at Bean & Company. Uh, I learned the business toolkit over there because I didn't come from a business background, studied pure science and liberal studies. So it was a sea change for me, uh, but a great learning experience. But after working at Bain, I took a very atypical path uh, or a very different path, which was atypical of a management consultant. I ventured into education and social impact. And the last uh, six years, I've been working at the intersection of education and social impact. As an educator, I have worked with leading faculty members uh, from across the globe to design and deliver courses at leading Indian universities, such as ISB, Ashoka University, Bitsom, and others. And uh, I've worked with Samagra Transforming Governance, which is a governance consulting firm, where I advise the government of Himachal Pradesh on large-scale education reforms for the school education department. And last two years, I was working at the Indian School of Development Management. It's India's first of its kind management school for the social sector, wherein I was helping the leadership team to build uh, and scale the institution. Uh, the idea of this institution was that how can we use management principles and management theory for the benefit of the social sector to create impact at scale. Wow, that's some experience from management consulting to education to impact in the development sector. So what was your inspiration to you know, uh, leave a well-paying management, management consulting job and move on to development sector or impact sector? What uh, was the driving force behind taking this decision? Right. I mean, so I think uh, the driving force uh, or the inspiration, I would say, uh, th the seeds of those inspiration were already sowed during my school days and college days. I was very much interested in creating large scale impact. I used to uh, do many volunteering programs in school and I was also leading the Interact Club at my school, uh, which is like a school level uh, club by the Rotary Foundation. And even in college, I was part of some of these initiatives. I was even leading the civil services forum at college. Uh, so that's where the inspiration came from. And uh, while I, I, I really learned a lot at Bean, I realized that as of now, I really want to explore and do something different and create a unique path for myself. So that was my inspiration to, uh, to transition out from Bean and venture out into social impact in education. 
talking about education specifically and uh, in fact i got into education uh, because of professor mehir makar who teaches uh, arts of communication and business communication at isb so in 2017 uh, he was delivering his full credit course called arts of communication at ashoka university and he invited me to join him in delivering that course and uh, i never imagined myself to become an educator or to get into teaching or academics that mm-hmm. was never on my path i did want to get into social impact mm-hmm. but not pure academics per se or the education side of things mm-hmm. but uh, my experience of working with professor mihir was fabulous mm-hmm. and uh, those two weeks when i was with professor mihir and teaching and coaching uh, ashoka students mm-hmm. on public speaking and effective uh, effective communication those were the best moments of my life till then i really had a great time uh, teaching and coaching and the feedback that i received from students and the overwhelming love uh, and gratitude that i received from them made me believe that i could be a catalyst of change mm-hmm. and uh, i could really help people uh, mm-hmm. succeed so that time my definition of success changed i started seeing my success in the success of others mm-hmm. and that propelled my journey into education and also social impact wow that's some story uh, in fact instantly professor mankar is also faculty at indian school of business that's right uh, at the at, at our campuses so now uh, you know having worked for almost 6 years now right mm-hmm. in the development sector in the education sector and impact sector where does isb come into picture why isb why mba and how does it uh, you know uh, come into picture in your overall scheme of things sure so amit uh, even uh, i was introduced to isb by professor mihir uh, uh, himself uh, because in 2018 uh, he was delivering the arts of communication course here at isb and then i joined him uh, to help him deliver the course as a teaching assistant and a public speaking coach so in the last 5 uh, years i visited isb both hyderabad and mohali campus to coach uh, students on public speaking and it has been a fabulous experience once again so that was my introduction to isb and i really loved the campus and the the peer group the student group over here at isb and i think that was when uh, the idea of pursuing an isb education got first uh, sowed into me at that time because before that i hadn't really uh, thought of doing an mba per se mm-hmm. uh, but uh, the idea strengthened in the last two years mm-hmm. because when i was working at isdm mm-hmm. i was actually uh, working to uh, find relevant management theories and practices mm-hmm. which could be applied to the social sector mm-hmm. and that is when i realized the true value of a management education mm-hmm. uh, that how can strategy operations marketing mm-hmm. accounting entrepreneurship mm-hmm. how can all of them come together to mm-hmm. shape your thinking and your executional abilities mm-hmm. to create impact at scale so that is when the idea uh, further strengthened mm-hmm. and uh, hence i'm over here and uh, in fact once again professor mihir and another another professor professor ek shiv kumar mm-hmm. who also used to teach at isb and mm-hmm. at ashoka university continues to teach at ashoka mm-hmm. university both of them motivated me to uh, join isb and i'm really happy to be over here right right so now that you are at isb where from here i mean with your mm-hmm. work six years and already your passions and interest in development sector and and the education sector mm-hmm. how do you intend to use your mba to you know make an impact further or what career are looking at for, uh, from isb uh, going forward right amit so uh, for me like i was very clear that management education is an invest- is an investment for the future so management education should not be seen as just like a, a placement agency mm-hmm. or an or a stepping stone for a good job it's mm-hmm. an investment for a, for the future mm-hmm. for you to become a better manager mm-hmm. and a better leader and that is how i see isb education i want to work with uh, corporations and foundations mm-hmm. to use this management skills working at the intersection of sustainability business and society mm-hmm. to create a so i I'll, i'll be looking forward to opportunities where i can use these unique skill sets of magic edu- of management education as well as my prior training in liberal studies mm-hmm. and social studies mm-hmm. to be able to create positive change great great to know that 
Uh, let's talk about uh, you know some of your uh, activities and extracurricular uh, achievements. So we heard that you're a national level quiz uh, champion. Uh, what was your first? How did you first get uh, drawn to quizzing? And can you tell us a bit more about your quizzing journey? Sure, Amit. So quizzing is something that I'm really passionate about. And at one point in time, uh, my life was all about quizzing, and quizzing was my life. So um, I got into quizzing when I was in grade two. Um, I was a good student, like meritorious, and my teacher asked me to participate in one of the inter-house competitions in school. And I participated in that, and I stood first uh, over there. And that is, and we used to have general knowledge as a subject. Mm -hmm. So I really liked uh, studying the general mm -hmm. knowledge books, reading about mm -hmm. uh, history, geography, interesting facts, and that is where the interest in quizzing came. And uh, later, uh, like in higher grades, uh, mm -hmm. class eight onwards, I got to know about inter-school competitions. Mm -hmm. So I started participating in inter-school competitions, and I was studying at Bal Bharati Public School, Noida. And I realized that this is my gateway to uh, to to do something really to do something really impactful beyond academics, mm -hmm. uh, because I used to participate in uh, participate in other extracurricular activities too. But I found my element in quizzing, and I led my school team, participated in inter school competitions, won uh, many of the national level prestigious competitions in school. And then when I went to college uh, to St. Stephen's, there I led the uh, quiz club. I was the president of the quiz club over there. And I led the quiz team over there too. And uh, in three years of my college life, I spent most of my time quizzing. So participated across the length and breadth of uh, North India and Delhi, mm. participated and won almost all the competitions here. So that was a great experience. And now I've restarted quizzing. So I've started participating in quiz competitions once again. Great, great to know. We heard that you also uh, into public speaking. So right. can you tell us a bit about your uh, you know, public speaking uh, activities? How did it start and what are the uh, various forums you have uh, spoken uh, at a bit about that? Sure. So uh, my public speaking journey also started in school mm. because I was also into theater in school mm. and I used to uh, participate in the annual plays, plays and other inter-school competitions. So uh, I didn't have any fear of the stage. Uh, I actually uh, uh, like enjoyed myself being on the stage and getting that spotlight and uh, playing the different characters that I got to play. So essentially, my public speaking journey started from there, uh, from theater and also the other uh, extracurricular competitions that I used to participate in. Uh, but professionally speaking, I got into public speaking because of uh, Professor Meer Mankar, as I mentioned. Because when I started working with him, that's when I realized uh, the power of public speaking mm -hmm. and how uh, public speaking is such a critical skill. And more importantly, people really value the skill. Mm. And I used to think because I was quite good at being mm. in front of people and being in front mm -hmm. of stage, I used to think that this is a very normal thing or everyone possesses this. Mm -hmm. But uh, interacting with students, I realized that even the brightest of students, they are good speakers, but they have this fear or the hesitation of speaking in public. Mm -hmm. So when I was working with Professor Mihir Mankar or also doing uh, sessions and uh, mm -hmm. coaching otherwise, I realized that this is something which people really value. Mm -hmm. They really want to speak mm -hmm. in front of people, but they fear that or they mm -hmm. hesitate that. So hence, last few years, I've devoted a lot of time in helping people get past that fear of public speaking and become effective public speakers. Mm. And even here at ISB, uh, like I got elected as the president of the Toastmasters Club over here. Right. And uh, my vision and mission uh, is that all of us at ISB uh, become excellent public speakers and public speaking and effective communication becomes a part of our DNA. Great. That's what, that was, was my next question as well. So your activities in quizzing and public uh, speaking, how are you continuing them at ISB? Have, do we have clubs in ISB uh, focus on quizzing or theater? Could you just touch upon the quizzing scene or in a public speaking scene at the ISB campus? How does it work? Are there students in doing those activities here at ISB? Do they get time to do that in the first place? 
<laughs> oh, you don't talk about that, Amit. Like, if you, you talk about clubs, there are so many things to mm. do here at ISB that you don't get time. As, and sometimes we feel that maybe if we didn't have so many choices, life would have been better because there are so many things to do at the same time and you want to do all of them. Uh, but specifically speaking about uh, the clubs, uh, we have a very vibrant uh, mm. club ecosystem over here. Mm. There's a theater club, a quiz club, uh, the public speaking club is the Toastmasters club, mm -hmm. which I'm leading. And there are many such clubs. So no matter which activity you are into or uh, any student is into, they can pursue that activity. And I'm pursuing that. So as Toastmasters, I'm leading the club. And uh, my objective is that all of us, all the members and even others, uh, other students at ISB benefit from uh, public speaking and become effective speakers. Mm -hmm. I'm also taking part in quizzes uh, mm -hmm. and I'm really looking forward to continue quizzing. Yeah. And as I mentioned, theater is, is another hobby of mine. Mm -hmm. So I will also be participating mm -hmm. regularly in the theater club activities mm -hmm. and looking forward to act. Right, great. So for all the young people out there who are, you know, in, uh, interested in public speaking or who are actually doing that right now and doing a lot of volunteering activity uh, in uh, their lives, what are the prospects for them to turn that into a career? Do we have those uh, prospects now uh, as a country for pe people to actually work and make a career in the development sector or in the public speaking or the impact sector? What is your take on that? Absolutely, Amit. So speaking about the impact sector first, uh, impact sector is getting more and more professionalized. Mm -hmm. uh, there are There is a greater inflow of funds from philanthropists, governments mm -hmm. and other organizations who want to uh, devote funds to creating social mm -hmm. impact. And they want people who are managing these funds, uh, who are leading nonprofit organizations mm -hmm. or social purpose organizations or, in, or any charitable trust. Mm -hmm. They want the people to professionally manage these funds mm -hmm. and create large scale impact. So I believe that uh, people who are pursuing volunteering or any other social impact activity as a hobby mm -hmm. can actually consider that as a career. And mm -hmm. in fact, last two years at, IS, at ISDM, mm -hmm. I was uh, devoting a lot of my time uh, doing that, interacting with students, young students mm -hmm. across the country, uh, visiting different colleges and motivating them to uh, consider a career, a full-time mm -hmm. career in the de development sector mm -hmm. and to also build their skill set. Right. And I believe management skill is a very critical skill set mm -hmm. uh, for them to build because mm -hmm. management is an interdisciplinary subject. Mm -hmm. uh, it teaches you how to think, it teaches you how to get work done mm -hmm. and it gives you uh, a very rich perspective mm -hmm. uh, from both theory as well as mm -hmm. uh, practical experience. So th there is a very good career out there for people who want to do good work or mm -hmm. want to do impactful work. So I really recommend youngsters to consider that career mm -hmm. and a management education will really help them mm -hmm. in taking forward that career. Mm -hmm. Talking about public speaking per se, mm -hmm. uh, I believe every uh, person, irrespective of which profession they are in, mm -hmm. has to be an excellent communicator if they want to succeed in the 21st century. Right. Because as you see, more and more tasks uh, can get uh, delegated to technology or can be done mm -hmm. by technology. But effective communication is one thing mm -hmm. that uh, will be uh, that can't be delegated and that has to be done by true, each true. and every person. And I believe each and every leader is a communicator. Totally so so if you want to go into business or academia or into social impact, you have to be a good uh, public speaker mm. and an effective communicator. Right, right. I agree. totally agree, to, agree with that. Now, you are among the, one of the most diverse profiles, uh, you know, in your batch, uh, current batch. You met other diverse people also in the batch. Now, how does diversity help, you know, in NBA program? maybe in the classrooms or beyond classrooms. What's your take on that? And could you also touch upon a few diverse people you've met in the campus uh, about how they have, uh, what they have to teach you and what you have taught them maybe? Sure, Ramin. So um, the way diversity works uh, is that like it's mainly intellectual diversity and experiential diversity, which mm -hmm. adds a lot of value uh, mm -hmm. to the in-class experience. 
now in many of the like many of the cases that we are also learning mm-hmm. there's no right answer uh, to uh, on how to approach any given problem mm-hmm. there are multiple perspectives there are multiple ways in which one could approach the problem and the case study method helps you uh, develop the ability mm-hmm. to analyze uh, complex and disparate information from diverse perspectives so when people from diverse backgrounds say finance uh, strategy social impact education mm-hmm. uh, social studies economics come together in a classroom they they bring their unique perspectives to the classroom mm. to a particular problem at hand so just to give you an example today itself in the morning we were having a strategy class and in strategy class the professor was asking that if you were the ceo of the company what would you have done mm. and we got very diverse responses uh, one person said that they would not enter the market which was being discussed in the class uh because of the following reasons and the other person countered them uh, giving another perspective uh, based on why they believe that they should enter the market the company should enter the market mm-hmm. so that's the value of diversity because if you don't have diversity then what would happen and as i mentioned it has to be intellectual and experiential diversity at the at the bare minimum mm-hmm. if you don't have that in the classroom what would happen is that you tend to group group think you tend to gravitate towards one perspective only and because the world is changing so rapidly there's no one correct answer or no one correct perspective you need to have the ability to broaden your perspectives mm-hmm. and to be able to analyze different perspectives mm-hmm. uh, in every given, given situation and uh, i believe that th- that's where uh, both liberal studies and management helps mm-hmm. because when i studied at ashoka university the liberal studies program mm-hmm. liberal studies really helps you ask the right questions and mm-hmm. a management education really helps you give the right answers or different answers mm-hmm. for different contexts and situations so that's why diversity is really important in the classroom mm-hmm. and in the program mm-hmm. and i believe that each and every person brings mm-hmm. some unique aspect mm-hmm. so uh, like uh, as our dean also mentioned in our orientation address that there is no such diverse ca- diversity candidate mm-hmm. many people think that they are here in the program because of diversity quota mm-hmm. so to say but there is no such thing as diversity quota each and every person is here in the program because of their own unique experiences unique perspectives and their own merit yeah as an admission lead i would like to vouch for that there's no quota of any kind not just diversity right. isb has a single selection process and people right. get in through that yeah yeah absolutely i mean and uh, speaking about uh, how i have learned from from diverse experiences so i i have been an educator uh, since the last few years and i've actually uh, worked with many of such students many of these students who come from diverse backgrounds but now when i am actually studying and only concentrating on studies and mm-hmm. not on the teaching bit i'm also learning from students like say a person who's coming from a finance background mm-hmm. how do they analyze information whereas mm-hmm. a person who's coming from an it background how would they go about structuring a problem mm-hmm. or they they may not think about the financial aspect but they can really think about the analytical issues mm-hmm. or the implementation issues which can come versus say an art student mm-hmm. who would bring another perspective altogether on how uh, say like say in marketing classes consumer need is very important that like your marketing mm. decision making starts with analyzing mm. consumer behavior and consumer needs that is mm. where a person who has who has a more liberal studies training mm. or a social studies training will bring a very different perspective uh, vis-a-vis a finance true, or, an, true. or an IT person true now talking about classroom i mean you ha- you had a break of almost 6 years between your ug and your uh, mba at isb so how difficult was it or was it difficult to you know adjust the classes after the 6 years uh, break uh over working uh in in uh, the sec- impact sector and then coming to classes and competing with uh, you know younger folks how difficult or uh, easy was it for you yeah actually have, it's been 8 years since i finished my undergraduate so uh, my I mean, my bad it's 8 yeah. years since you finished so 8 is a long time yeah. so 8 years break between your uh, under ug and uh, mba so how are you managing it 
so in fact amit uh, i haven't been away from the classroom uh, thankfully like mm. because i've been an educator mm. i have been in the classroom mm. since all these eight mm. years uh, in in different capacities and classroom is my favorite place like but now you're on the other side of i'm it. on the other side <laughs> right. so uh, so i i have not been away from the classroom mm. that way and i'm actually very happy and also very grateful to be there in the classroom uh, right. as a student uh like i remember in the mm. in the orientation week professor chandra told us that approach learning with an empty cup mm. so every time i enter a classroom i tell myself that i'm coming with an empty cup mm. and this classroom will help me fill this uh cup drop mm. by drop so i'm very happy and very grateful talking about some challenges mm. yes it's a bit challenging uh because it's been so many years for uh, for you to have been out of uh touch of studies mm -hmm. and also learning has two components one, one is very qualitative co uh, component of learning mm. which happens over a period of time but there is also a quantitative aspect wherein you are giving exams assignments true, true. and there it's your sheer horsepower or the amount of time uh, that you put in true. to uh, do your studies mm -hmm. or to crack those exams mm -hmm. to get more marks so it's a bit challenging but i'm actually enjoying it because i realize that uh, the the true learning mm -hmm. is not in the marks that i get mm -hmm. uh, it's in the effort that i put in True. and uh, the, the, all the exams the very hectic schedule the the tens of assignments that we get i think this is preparing me to uh, to juggle multiple priorities to give my best to all of them and preparing me for a leadership career uh, in future so some deep insights there I mean some deep points for uh, the listeners to you know consider you have made some really valid points uh, one thing i wanted to also uh, as very curious about is why do you choose to study in india versus you know uh, study uh, abroad why isbn why not some other b schools abroad what was your take on that yeah so mainly amit my uh, my main reason to study in india was that i want i know that i'll be working in india for the uh, for the long time and mm. i want to uh, study with uh, with indians people who would be based in india like though isb also has uh, international students for who come for exchange but all the uh, students studying at isb will be working in india primarily mm -hmm. so that was my main reason that i want mm. to have a peer group Hmm. a friend roof which will be based in india whom i can rely upon right. uh, in the course of my life right thank you mukund for being part of this uh, podcast today you have shared some great insights for our listeners and i'm sure they'll go back and reflect on them to make a better application this year and on their own profiles as well thank you audience for being part of this uh, episode look forward to catching you again in the next episode uh, of campus tales thank you